Welcome, everyone, to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B, with your host, Lester Bailey. We've been talking up this month, especially this month, and it's a Women's Month, and today is Women Appreciation Day or Woman's Day. And we talk about different empowering stories and some of the ideas of things that women need to share and women need to know, whether it's direct empowerment or opening your eyes to the truth. I'm talking with... Nancy Johnson today, and Nancy's going to give us a little bit of story, and I'm going to step out of the way and really let her have a conversation with the women today. Women need to hear certain stories, and I love when I hear a a story that is powerful that can help someone even beyond today. So, Nancy, how are you, and good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Lisa. I am fine. Thanks for having me on your podcast today. Thank you for coming along. Go ahead. <laughs> and I was um, talking to women about being in a verbally emotional, abusive marriage because I was in one. Technically speaking, I'm still in one because of the state I live in. My divorce is not final until 120 days after separation. But first starts off, you think that, oh, this person is just having a bad day, or this person is just mad, and it'll blow over, which it does. It always blows over. You know, I'm married to a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of personality because when it's just me and him, he's sweet and loving, kind and affectionate, but then something happens and he gets mad, and then I'm everything but the child of God plus what my mama named me. <laughs> and I didn't realize that that verbal abuse, it mentally tears you down. It makes you second guess everything that you go through. It makes you second guess your worth. Like he was like, oh, well, you spend too much time with your family or your, you put your kids in front of me and your son should be your main husband because you always doing for him more than you do for me. But when the person tells you that you's a heifer or you's a bitch or, you know, you're not good enough and my mama don't like you and you ain't keeping the house clean to my satisfaction, especially when they're not helping to do all this. But you're working, cooking, cleaning, taking care of them, their needs, and neglecting your own self, that's emotional abuse. That literally brings you down. Mm. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's me, uh, client nights that I've had. It's me nights that was, you know, wow, why, why is this happening? Sometimes me and him got into an argument. He took the car away from me. Didn't care how I got, it was his car. Mm-hmm. Didn't care how I got to work. Didn't care about me. Anything I had planned on doing. And he was mad because I paid my son's tuition. According to him, that's me putting my son in front of him. Wow. But he's my child. And he was going off to college. And it's not like he was in a private school or or he was goofing off or putting money on his books in jail. Mm-hmm. He was going to a university. And because we got married and because of the student loan laws, any financial aid that my son was granted because of me as a single parent, once I got married, that took that away from him because they needed his income. If you're not willing to help me provide for his tuition and all you need to do is submit your information, 
then you shouldn't get mad because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But instead of being supportive, it turned into, oh, you put your son in front of me, and you, since you got money paid tuition, starting your own way back and forth to work, you don't love me, he should be your man. Mm-hmm. And all of this is just, you ask yourself, is this is the person who loves me? This is the person who I'm married to. This is the person who's supposed to protect and provide and comfort me. Why am I being treated so bad? And I didn't recognize the emotional abuse that I was going through. You can say I walked around like a flamingo. My head was in the sand. Mm-hmm. Because when it was good, it was good. But when it was bad, it's bad. And I just accepted his language and behavior towards me as, oh, this is just him. It'll blow off. Mm-hmm. But when someone comes into your life trying to separate you and isolate you from your friends, your family, your hobbies that you like doing, and constantly making you question your self-worth, you need to stop and put a pause on it and then say, nope, it's not me. You know, honestly, the second time he told me to get my shit and get the fuck out of his house, he brought boxes and left them by the door. He literally went to you all and got boxes. And that was a blessing in disguise because if he had not done that, I would have still been in that situation. Because I was a person who was determined to make my marriage work. Because mm-hmm. he said it was better or for worse. I'm like, well, good is good, and, and yeah, bad is bad, but it... It is, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I can do this. This is what I signed up for. But mm-hmm. once separating, you realize, that, hey, you don't call your wife bitches and leave her stranded and talking to other men about what I was going through and the experiences that I had. They were like, wow, you, that's no way to treat your wife. And I was like, okay, and... Mending relationships with my family members, and they were like, Oh, I couldn't get around you because of the treatment that he had. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I couldn't want, I didn't want to see you in that light. So that all was like, Yeah, no, you deserve better, but if you're not going to speak up for yourself, I don't want to be around you. And even though we're in two different cities mm-hmm. and 120 miles apart, his verbal abuse still is going on. His mental abuse is still going on because I tried for four months to serve him papers. He ducked and dodged and was like, let's go to counseling. And I'm in the community state, so if somebody asks, if let's go to counseling, you have to show up for counseling. Mm-hmm. You don't make counseling, I have to show up. You don't make it, it's still driving on this, this divorce. Now, he finally served me papers, and I'm like, hmm, finally free. But you lied on your paperwork saying we just separated. So now it's another 120 days before we even go to the judge to get divorced. Before we even get a court date. So now I'm not going to be divorced, hopefully until sometime August. And it's still calling, text messages, sending things like, oh, a woman don't let her king, a man go home, leave home hungry. And all that other stuff. And you're like, what type of mind games are you playing? Because we're not together. We ain't been together in five months. We're separated. Have you forgotten you just served me papers? And his response is, oh, well, I have 120 days to convince you to get come to your senses. <laughs> I have. That's why I want this. <laughs> I have finally came to my senses. That's why I want to be free. I don't want any 
from you and stuff my last name back. That's it. Wow. And then you have to realize that some people are control freaks. They need to control every part of their life. And when you disrupt that, that's when the disrespect and when the mind games come to play. And women, we're naturally natures. We want to protect that person, especially if we love them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we want to be there to comfort. But you got to start loving yourself first. There you go. I've made small steps, and every day is getting better. And you always have that hindsight. Well, you know what? Well, maybe we can work it out, and things will be different. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> no, it won't, <laughs> because we have constantly arguments. And the last arguments, I told them, this is the last time you make my brown eyes blue. Because this treatment would no longer go on. Now, I was very lucky. I've never been physically abused, but in hindsight, I think I better have somebody hit me. That way I know he's hurting me. Hit, slap me, and then let me get on with it. Because all the name-calling, game-playing, that's a little bit more trickier to realize that you're into it. And it was actually listening to your random thoughts. I was like, hey, I was in that situation. Oh, wait, so, nope, I'm still currently in that situation because... I have to keep the lines of communication open because he's had to be thinking. So, yeah, it was like, yeah, I know that person. That person is me. And you don't want to admit it because everybody around you think, oh, you're strong or you got it going on or you got a flip mouth. There's no way in the world you would be subject to that. But women all have weaknesses. All it takes is that white touch, that white smell. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a pause in a moment because for some odd reason she's in a bad area and we know that technology gets in the way. So this is being sponsored by Total Life Changes. Shop.totallifechanges.com slash Lester 007. And thank you all for coming along to Unlimited Boundaries, Officer B. This has been an amazing message, and we will have further interviews with Miss Nancy Johnson. You all take care and have a fantastic day.